Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care, everyone. I'm Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you for tuning in on this Tuesday morning. So today... I'm really excited about my guest today and the conversation that we're going to have, because this is a subject that I think can mean so many different things to you or to anyone else that you know. Um, And that's really the concept of journaling in general. Now, I know a lot of you out there are journalers. I know I've had conversations with a lot of you, whether you've worked with me or been on retreat with me, or we've just had a conversation. Um, And I know that journaling is one of those, I don't want to call it trendy topics. Um, I really wouldn't call it that, but I really think that having this conversation is going to be really helpful to so many of you because my thought is is that you can find some way to either have journaling work for you or maybe you can adjust the journaling that you already do. So my guest today is Kim Ades. Um, She is also an online coach and journaling is her specialty. So I'm glad to have this conversation. Kim, thank you for joining me today. I am so excited to be talking to you today. You have no idea. So thank you for having me on your podcast. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So before we get into our our conversation, I'd love for you just to introduce yourself and tell my audience a little bit about you and your background and all of that. Okay. So I live in Toronto. I have five adult children. Uh, So I've 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 had a really busy life. I'm uh, sure. <laughs> essentially, I I am the president of an organization or a company called Frame of Mind Coaching, mm-hmm. where we provide coaching, executive coaching for leaders, executives, entrepreneurs. And I've been doing that for 18 years. Um, and I have a team of coaches in Canada, Canada and the US. And in addition to that, uh, we recently launched something brand new, which is coaching for young professionals, which emerged from some of our clients' uh, concerns with their young adult children and their young professional employees. So now we have this new coaching program specifically for young professionals as well. And it's called the Journal That Talks Back. But Oh, I love that. In a nutshell, journaling is the centerpiece of everything we do. So when we work with our executive clients, we get them to journal every single day for the duration of their coaching period. And that is a huge, it's like a game changer in the world of coaching. I don't know how coaches function without it. It gives us so much information. It allows us to move clients forward really fast. And it Uh allows clients to see their blind spots. It's like really, it's a superpower. It's amazing. Well, it's like what my coach always reminds me, you know, we, you know, we, we sometimes need, you know, whether it's a tool or a prompt or some kind of device or system or whatever, because we can't read the label inside the bottle, right? Especially exactly. as coaches, right? Yeah. yeah. So so why don't you, if you could just summarize for me in just a couple of sentences or maybe a little bit more, um, you know, can you just define journaling for my audience? Well, journaling is the process of putting down thoughts. That's it. Mm-hmm. It could be a list. It could be a reminder. It could be dreams. It could be a frustration. It could be looking at pros and cons to a problem. Mm-hmm. It could be a picture. Mm-hmm. But anything that you put down that comes from your ba- brain, it's like the process of putting down thoughts. That's yeah. what journaling is. Yeah, love that. In a nutshell. 
Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's pretty simple. Um, I, I'll, I'll just my the the term that I always use is brain dump. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't always just use yeah. the word journaling, but it sounds like it's pretty close to the same thing. Well, it's so funny because a lot of people ask me, "Hey Kim, what's the best way to journal?" And I have a strategy, and I call it dump, dump, and then dump the dump. And what that <laughs> means that. is, and what that means is that you know, when you have something on your mind, something like heavy you know, that's kind of taking up a lot of brain space, I say, go and dump it out, like write it down. And when you think you're done, keep going, keep dumping. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's the, the double dump. So I love dump that. And then dump. And then, then when you're dump finished, dump. When you, exactly. Stop <laughs> dumping. I love that. Right. I dump love that. It. And you know, it's like, you know what they say, any marketing person will tell you the more catchy and unusual your phrase is or the name of your program or the name of your strategy or whatever is, the more people are going to remember it. I think that that's pretty noteworthy. That is pretty noteworthy. And in fact, you gave me a very interesting idea in this moment. Uh Uh, So we just launched this program called the journal that talks back and nobody can remember the name. Nobody can remember it. Oh, that's so funny. Such an incredible service. It's so powerful, so effective, but nobody could remember the name. And so we were given some advice to change the name and, and you know what, maybe we should just call it dump. I think so. I mean, if I'm being perfectly maybe we should honest, call it dump the dump. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's what you're doing, right? I mean, yeah. talk about speaking to the problem, right? That's what you're yeah. doing. It's an so, idea. Yeah. Let's kind of talk a little bit about, um, cause I, I'm, I'm sort of in the headspace of some of the people in my audience who say, well, I just don't journal. It's just not my thing. I I can't, you know, I just, I've tried. It's just not my thing. What what do you say to that? Well, first of all, I say you you probably do journal in one format or another. Anytime Uh you're sitting down and just writing yourself a note of any kind Uh could be a reminder. It Uh could be uh, like a list of things to do. It could be a strategy session with your team, whatever it is, that's journaling anytime. So journaling isn't my thing. I'd say you probably are journaling in some form or another. In fact, I would say to you that um, journaling is something that we learned to do very young. We Uh learned to read and write at a very young age. Uh We didn't learn to do everything that young. We didn't learn to meditate when we were five years old, but we did learn to read and write. So it's actually very much embedded in your upbringing this concept of journaling. So I, I would challenge that, but. Oh, I love that. I love that idea. Let's, let's go, let's go to somewhere else. When we work with clients, they're not just journaling into empty space. They're journaling to a coach and that mm-hmm. coach is reading and responding to their journal. So mm-hmm. it could be a coach, could be a buddy. It could be a partner. It could be somebody you trust uh-huh. who reads and responds to your journal is so incredibly powerful because now what it's doing is it's making you pay attention to what you are writing down. Mm-hmm. It's increasing your consciousness. Mm-hmm. And when there's someone on the other end who's a little bit skilled and you know a lot of coaches are, but when they're skilled at responding by asking the right questions, uh-huh. what you have is this unbelievable burst of self-awareness. You're like, Oh Uh, my God, I didn't think of it that way. I didn't know to ask that question. I didn't reflect on things in that way. And so the process of journaling, when somebody else is on the other side, reading and responding, probing, encouraging, challenging is really mind blowing. No, I love that because you're exactly right. I think we all, I mean, we might not call it journaling, but I mean, every, anytime you make a list on the back of an envelope, right. Or you make 
you write something down on a cocktail napkin or a post-it note or exactly or whatever. And I'm and I'm saying this because that's what I do sometimes. If I and I and I'm a journaler, but but sometimes in the middle of the day, if I'll get an idea or if it's in the evening or whatever, it's like, oh, I gotta write that down so I don't forget. I mean, you're literally just reflecting what your brain is presenting you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So and, so, and here's the thing is that you're reflecting what your brain is presenting you. And sometimes, and this is very important, uh, sometimes what your brain is giving you is completely unaligned with your desires and goals. Oh, but absolutely. you're not aware. Yeah. You're not conscious. You have no clue that that's happening. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely agree with that. In fact, the majority of what we think every day doesn't serve us. So Correct. I think, I think to your point, you know, the dump, dump and dump the dump, you know, to use your, use your vernacular, um, really forces us to be aware of what we're thinking. Because I mean, it, m- most of the time, if, if if we're all really brutally honest, and since we, we're always brutally honest in this space here, it's just my nature. But um, let's say you get up in the morning and you're getting ready for the day and your brain, you feel like your mind's just going a mile a minute, right? So Maybe you'll get your planner out or a journal or a pad of paper or whatever. And you just kind of, for just a few minutes, you're like, I just need to just calm my mind, calm my mind down. I'm just going to start writing. I would be willing to bet you dollars to donuts. That's the expression my husband uses a lot. Mm-hmm. It's that, you know, a lot of what you wrote down that won't make any sense. There might be two or three sentences in there that you're like, oh yeah, that's right. But then you're like, wait a minute, where did this other stuff come from? Well, yeah. And what you're going to find is that you have patterns and yeah. those patterns, like you have patterns of behavior, patterns Mm -hmm. of thought, patterns of beliefs, you have patterns. And when you start to realize those patterns, when you start to notice, only when you realize, only when you become aware of those patterns, can you decide whether or not they're healthy and help you towards a goal or a desire or, you know, an intention. Yeah. Because the problem is we are operating unconsciously. We take action unconsciously yeah, and then we get frustrated because we're not where we want to be, right? Like I, I look at people in the world and we work with, let's call them the highly driven population. Mm -hmm. They tend to struggle in four key areas, right? So they, they often feel isolated, like nobody gets them. Nobody understands their mission. Nobody, you know, they can't relate to people. So they have this isolation problem. They feel chronically dissatisfied. They feel like, man, I should be further ahead. I'm working mm-hmm. so hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to get to where I need to go. I've tried this and this and this and that and nothing's working. And there's this just feeling of I should be doing more. Yeah. I should be accomplishing well, more. Well, that's What's our wrong that's our me? default is action. You know, we're just our right. brain is programmed to keep us from trying anything new, right? Let's just keep going even if it's not working. Right. And and the third thing is that um, you know, I see that these people often have friction in their relationships, like they feel misunderstood. They feel like other people don't understand their sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. They feel like they're not communicating effectively. They feel like people aren't on board. And there's all this, this friction, this friction that exists, mm-hmm. especially yeah. among, you know, the entrepreneurial population. Yeah. And then last but not least is I see that people who are the, you know, these highly driven individuals are often people who experience something I call slippage. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a term I invented. So uh-huh. what's, slippage, what's slippage is when you let important things slip through the cracks, yeah. things like your health, your nutrition, your exercise, your sleep, your fun, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, that's not my priority. I have other things to do. And what happens is over time, it starts to erode 
and it erodes your sense of self and and it starts to affect your your overall happiness your energy levels your you know in your and then you get you get burnt out that's yeah yeah no totally i agree and i think before you know it you know you start to come up with all the reasons why you kind of create your own evidence right you start exactly. to come up with all the reasons why you aren't where you want to be or well i'm not very good at accomplishing goals cuz all you've done is create evidence in your mind why it's not going to work for you you know exactly. i've tried to lose weight before but you know i just for whatever reason i just can't get it right well i know me and here's another one i hear a lot well i'm i know me i'm not a gym person you know right. i'm not you know i'm just not one to go do that i've tried it and it just doesn't work and And, you know, my question's always, you know, instead of saying, oh, okay, well, let's look at this. My question's always, why do you think it hasn't worked? You know, because most of the time it's, it's, you know, we've just, we've developed a belief based on what's happened in the past. We're using the past to justify what could happen to us for the future. Exactly. Now you're, you're talking my language, by the way, I'm very excited. So the really exciting thing about journaling is that Mm -hmm. we can see people's beliefs really fast, right? They just come to the surface and you start to notice that some of the beliefs that they have will affect them in more places than you might imagine. And that there are connections between things that don't appear to have connectivity at face value. No, I love that. Because everything is connected, right? Everything is connected. And when you see it in writing, it becomes extremely apparent. Well, and I just think that we get so good at telling ourselves a story as to why some things won't work. Well, I can't do that now because of this. Well, exactly. I've tried it before and it hasn't worked. And I just don't know that I can do that. Well, you know, I feel like that ship has sailed, you know, or whatever. You know, I'm just making this up as I go along. But yeah. these are these are the things that we hear from people. That's exactly right. It's too late for me now. Yeah. I don't have the money. I don't yeah. have the bandwidth. I don't yeah. have time. I don't have time. I'm I don't have the resources. Right. I don't right. have the network. I don't, right? I don't right. have what I need. When really, okay, so let's just cut to the chase here. So if this is really the story that people are telling themselves, what's really underneath it in your opinion? So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. Uh, again, it's a set of beliefs and those beliefs have come, have, have, 
have been embedded from a whole bunch of sources. So you grow up with beliefs. Your parents mm -hmm. give you beliefs yeah. inadvertently. Yeah. And then your experiences, the way you interpret those experiences mm -hmm. will form beliefs for you. Yeah. And the way that you see the world around you operating will help you form beliefs. The way that other people that are significant in your life, what they believe to be true will influence you as well. Yeah. And so, you know, your beliefs are formed over time and the thing is, what is a belief? A belief is a thought that you think over and over and yep, over again. Absolutely. It, it feels factual because it you've thought it factual. so much, right? Right. And so, so you know, what we see is that ex people who achieve extraordinary goals are always doing one thing repeatedly. They always ask themselves a question. What do I believe to be absolutely. true? Absolutely. I and could are not those agree beliefs, more. Yes. Are those beliefs even true? Yes. So yes. they're challenging their basic fundamental thinking. Yes. Well, and I think for a lot of people, you know, we're we're conditioned because of the society that we live in to expect really fast results, right? I mean, hello, Amazon Prime, right? You can order something and have it delivered to your freaking door the same day. Okay? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, a lot of people out there think, oh, well, that all sounds good. I'll give it a try, you know? So they're saying, okay, so, you know, what do I need to believe in order to um, accomplish whatever goal, you know, weight loss, getting in the gym, saving money, whatever it is. And right. then let's say, you know, several days or several weeks pass and we're not really seeing the needle move. Oh, see, I told you, it just doesn't work. Right. You know, it's just, that's really when the work is just beginning. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you a very interesting and quick story. So um, weight loss has been a challenge for me over the mm -hmm. years for whatever reason, maybe it's my age, maybe it's, you know, being in that sweet spot of life, post uh -huh. 50, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. And so, so, you know, you said, you know, I tried this strategy, that strategy. I, yep. I tried all kinds of different things, uh, but I started to work with uh, a new coach and it's been very interesting because, um, you know, he said, well, we decided, we agreed, we agreed mm -hmm. that I would um, eat a specific way and not weigh myself for a month. And it like jarred me because imagine, you know, you're weighing yourself once, even twice a day, every yeah. single day. And now yeah. suddenly you stop weighing yourself. Boy, it rattled my brain. Uh -huh. And for a whole month, I did everything I was supposed to do. So I stopped eating sugar, no alcohol, no, no carbs, no uh, grains, no, like no dairy, no anything. And we'd have like outings. I have five kids. So every time they had a birthday We'd go out for dinner and they were mm -hmm. eating cake and drinking alcohol and bread and butter and all the things. Yeah. I started taking pictures of all the things I was missing. But anyway, the point is <laughs> that after a month, I, okay, now I can weigh myself. I got on the scale and I lost 0.6 pounds, yeah. 0.6. And yeah. I was devastated. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. So what, a, so a what, week to recover. Yeah. So what did you think as a result of that? Well, I, I started to think that I was very actually cheerful and happy and felt great about myself in that month, uh -huh. not knowing how much I weighed. And yeah. I get on the scale and some number determines how happy I am. Yeah. Right. Which, and, which is, which is, which is a bad thought, right? Which is a I bad mean, thought. So right. the, the work that I did in my journal and with my coach and everything else was to decide like, what is the point of losing weight? What's the yeah. goal here? Yeah, well, absolutely. It's to be healthy. It's to yep. grow old uh, with strength and flexibility yep. and move well, and, feel good, exactly. have energy, the exactly. whole thing. Yeah. So essentially he said, so let's, let's do that. Let's, 
your goal from here on in isn't a specific number on the scale. Your goal is a healthy life. And I'm like, wow, that changes everything. Yep. So no, I, I agree. still don't weigh myself. I decided to dump the scale because what does the scale do? It messes with my, my sense of self-esteem. Well, that's true. But here's the other thing. Really, what is the scale giving you? It's just a number. It's information, right? It's just information. And I mean, honestly, I've been in fitness all of my life, but if I went by the tables and the charts that are in doctor's offices, you would think I was grade one obese Yeah, because I'm tall. I have a lot of muscle on me and I'm way over my recommended weight for that. Right. So I never tell people, I applaud your coach, by the way, because it's never a good practice to get used to like weighing every day and going by what the scale is saying. And back to what I was saying earlier, that's the problem with what our society has taught us is our society has said, weigh yourself, watch the scale, watch the pounds fall off. So you think when it doesn't happen, you think, well, shit, what just happened? What's wrong with me? Right? Exactly. Yeah. So then to your point, it's back to those subconscious beliefs, which is really what journaling is helping you realize kind of the holes in your own story. Exactly. And the, and the beliefs are like, why doesn't it work for me? It works yep. for everything else. Yep. I, for everyone else, I must, something must be wrong with yep. me. I yep. must not be doing it right. Yep. I must have, you know, yeah. I need to get even more strict. Okay. What else can I get rid of? I uh-huh. got rid of all this stuff. Maybe I should also stop eating fruits. Maybe I should only eat, you know, two meals a day, whatever. Yeah. You understand yeah. my picture. No, I do. I totally do. Um, but, you know, come at, kind of circling back to journaling here. So let's say that, I mean, obviously this happened to you. You just kind of told your story a little bit. So in what way did you use your journaling practice to kind of help bring you back and help you kind of find a new meaning in that? Well, Well, to be honest, I did two things. Number one is like, at first I was just like, Well, as I was working the first 30 days on just getting used to not weighing myself, I was using my journal to continue to not weigh myself. Like Uh it helped me every day. I'd say I stayed on my plan. I ate what I was supposed to eat. I, you know, like, so journaling helped me stay on my plan for those first 30 days. Oh, okay. But more often I stayed on my plan, the better I felt. I'm like, Hey, I can do this. This is doable. Look at me. I'm doing it. So it helped me stay accountable to myself. Yeah. Well, right. and so, you're, it's like, it's like we just said, you're, you're finding a new meaning in that. So you're choosing right. to d- direct your focus elsewhere. Right. And so yeah. then, then when I weighed myself, my journal allowed me to just like, I was depressed for a week. Yeah. Right? Like I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know what to do now. I don't know. Yeah. But it allowed me to express my disappointment. Mm-hmm. It allowed me a space and a place to just be upset. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that happens. And what happens yeah. when we're upset? Either we're upset in all the wrong ways in all the wrong places and we're, 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 you know, laying it on the people we love or Mm -hmm. we hold it in and we stuff it down. Yeah. But right. So my journal allowed me to just like go to that deep, dark, ugly place where I'm like, nothing works. Life sucks. I must be doing wrong. Nothing ever works (laughs) for me. What's the point of trying so hard? Yeah. You know, and on and on and on. Right. Then it allowed me to say, this is you know, what I'm doing to myself is absolutely insane. If I were my own client, I would never permit this. Yeah. And it allowed me to turn myself around. It allowed Mm -hmm. me to go to a new place to say, okay, I really need to think about health 
completely differently because uh-huh. the way that I'm thinking about it, the beliefs that I have about weight loss and myself are completely, they're trashing me yeah. and they are, they are pointing me away from yeah. the thing that I really, really want. Yeah. Well, and I think you're allowing by, if I can just summarize what you just said, you're, you're giving yourself really a safe space to feel your feelings instead of saying, you know what, I'm too busy for this crap today. I'm just going to like, I'll deal with this later. Problem is later never comes. And to your point, it's, you know, we're shoving it down and we're getting, trying to action ourselves out of it, which just creates more problems later. So you're giving yourself a safe space to vent, you know, which is really basically what you said. And then you're saying, okay, now that I'm done feeling sorry for myself, I'm going to decide what I want this to mean. And I'm going to come up with something else. Exactly. I'm going to, and I'm going to come up with a different way of life, to be honest, because that way of life is like leads to actual insanity. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know what they say about insanity? You do the same thing, you get the same results, right? Exactly. But you know what I say about insanity is not only you do the same thing, and get the same result results, but you think the same. Yes, thing and, absolutely. And, and you expect different results. Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. So let's say someone out there is listening to this and they're yeah. thinking, okay, I like the sound of this. I haven't really stuck to a journaling practice before, but I'm willing to give it a try. Give me just some easy, actionable tips that people can so start with. Can I give people a journaling assignment. Yes, absolutely. Go for it. So I'm going to give you three questions to Mm -hmm. journal and um, write them down. And um, here's the thing is spend some time on these questions because some of these questions you might not have really considered, like you Mm -hmm. don't, you haven't given it enough thought. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. question number one is ask yourself, what do I really, really want more than anything? And there are two reallys there for a reason, because I want you to think about what you want, not what somebody else wants for you, not what you think you should want, Mm -hmm. not what is expected of you, but Mm -hmm. what do you truly, deeply, personally want? Mm -hmm. Write it down. The second question is, well, how will my life be different different once I have this thing or these things? Like what will change for me? And then the last question is, what's preventing me from having what I want right now? Like what's Mm -hmm. getting in the way? And let me start by telling you that all the things that you're going to list that are getting in your way, those are a reflection of your beliefs. Oh, absolutely. The beginning of your journey. Yeah. Well, we see the world through the lens of our beliefs. It's like, it's like a pair of glasses, you know, that we wear and I wear glasses, but it's like a specific pair of glasses that we're always wearing. And whenever we see in our world, whether it's, the conversations we have, the people that we run into, what we read, what we hear, where we go, any of that, it's all filtered through that lens, if you will. Exactly that. And that's the work of when you're, when you are journaling, you're able to see which glasses you have on. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I love it. So this has been so awesome. I love having these conversations as you can tell. Um, Kim, where can people find you? frameofmindcoaching.com is a great place. Uh-huh. Uh, if anyone has a young person in their life who maybe needs a little hand, a little guidance, a little help uh, with their mental health, or just trying to figure out what mm-hmm. they want to do in life, uh, we have a uh, a coaching program for them. Again, the journal that talks back.com. But for those of you who were listening, and if those of you who wrote down the three journaling questions I gave you, um, 
I'm going to give you a special opportunity. And that Mm -hmm. opportunity is that if you spend some time answering the questions, send them to me and I will personally respond. Oh, I love that. That's so nice of you. So, so can people just, you know, connect with you on your website then? Yeah, they can connect, but I'll give you my email address as well. It's Kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. Frame of mind coaching. All right. Awesome. 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 So if anyone out there is listening and thinks that this could work for them, or maybe you're stuck, maybe you're, you know, at a place where you just feel like you're about to throw your hands up, or maybe you just need a fresh perspective, um, jump all over this people. So Kim, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on your podcast and have this chat. I love talking to other people who are as who are as passionate as I am. Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, if anyone out there is listening and feeling inspired today, folks, this is a daily process. And the baby steps that we do every day are what is going to add up to that bigger goal for us. Um, And it's like Kim and I talked about, you know, there there are lots of things in the world today that kind of point to the fact that we should see results quickly. And for some people, that might be the case. But I can promise you the majority of the time, that's not the case. Um, strategies like what we discussed today, this is where not only is the work here, but this is where not only the lessons come, but the opportunities for reflection that allow us to really make positive changes that can last for the long term. And no matter where you are in your life, that's really what this is about. That's really what this space is about. So please know that you always have information at your fingertips. You can reach out to Kim. You can reach out to me. Um, You can take advantage of this amazing opportunity to interact with her um, and get some more information as to, you know, what's what's keeping you where you are. Um, So make sure that you do that. If you are an entrepreneur or a coach in the health, fitness, wellness, coaching space, brick and mortar or online or both, please come over and join me in my Innovate and Grow for Fitness and Wellness Entrepreneurs online with special Facebook community that we have. Here's what we're doing there. Now, I know a lot of you are in business and a lot of you are entrepreneurs, but here's the thing. The business world's changing. It's changing quickly. And from everything I'm reading and seeing, um, we're recording this chat in August. um, Everything has changed even faster than it was at the beginning of the year. And after all the craziness of the last two and a half years, um, now is the time to really distinguish and separate yourself as the go-to person in your space. Please come over and join me in that community because innovation is my superpower And this is what we are always talking about are new and unique ways that you can use innovation in your business to get your message out to the people who are looking for you right now. And people are looking for you right now as we speak. Um, If you are looking for a different type of experience, please check out what we have as far as our retreat schedule coming up. If you followed me for a while, you know that we have lots of retreats that we offer throughout the year. These are visionary experiences and I love to travel. So I always pick really amazing places to go. So we're headed to Jamaica in October. We're going back to the Key, to Key West in December. Next year, we're going to go to St. Lucia. We're going to Hawaii. We're going hopefully to New Zealand at the end of the year. Stay tuned um, for information on all of that. Um, and again, as I always tell you, thank you for all of your support, for following me, for sharing my message for sharing this podcast with anyone that you think needs to hear it and know too that I couldn't do it without you. Um, We're heard worldwide and every week we reach more people. We just had our third birthday and just know that I couldn't do it without you. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. This is Allison Kaskowski with the ultimate journey of self-care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one. 